yes, I am truly a grandson of a pastor. Again, I'd like to thank all of my listeners for downloading the Grandson of a Pastor podcast. Uh, we can be found on all your social media platforms. Uh, continue to like and share us. Talk to us, to your friends and family, as well as any stranger you got out there, co-workers, about the Grandson of a Pastor podcast. As we continue to grow this podcast, again, I'd like to first give our foundation. We are imperfect souls on an imperfect walk. Influenced by none other than our parents, grandparents, politics, politicians, and most importantly, our religious beliefs. Episode 30, I I had uh, something that I wanted to do for episode 30, uh, but things uh, and and how God leads us in different directions, God has uh, put something else different. Uh, for the grandson of a pastor podcast for episode 30 again uh, making it to this this plateau of 30 episodes is is God continue to continuously working on the podcast and and in and our behalf again I'd like to thank the guys over at Wayne consulting group for helping putting the podcast together again I'd like to thank all the people who support us monetarily as we continue to grow the grandson of a pastor podcast. Uh, as I talk, uh, on this episode, I, I want to first, uh, laid out the foundation for this episode and it, it's all about how God works miracles. In this episode, I'm going to get personal how God has worked a miracle and I'll be the first to tell you if, if, if you have, a father, a mother, a auntie, a uncle, a friend. Go by and tell them that you love them. Hug them. If you can't, if, I know it's social distancing. If you got, can't do nothing but face them, call them uh, via social media. And just let them know how special they are and how much you love them. Because uh, in this world, things can happen so fast, and and I can be witness to it uh, as I speak, that things can happen so, so fast. And as I begin to talk about what's going on in the episode 30 of the Grandson of a Pastor podcast, I want to give you a text of where where this foundation is going to come from for today. It's going to come out of Matthew 8, uh, 23 through 27, where it says, where it reads, excuse me, then he got into the boat and his disciples followed him. Suddenly a fierce storm came upon the lake. So the waves swept over the boat, but Jesus was sleeping. The disciples went and woke him up saying, Lord, save us. We are going to drown. He replied, You of little faith, why are you so afraid? Then he got up and he rebuked the winds and the waves, and it was completely calm. The men were amazed and asked, What kind of man is this? Even the winds and the waves obeyed him. 
the men were amazed and asked, what kind of man is this? Even the winds and the waves obeyed him. And as I give this text to this context of the grandson of a pastor podcast, a storm came in the form of a storm that I never expected at this time in my life. On November the 26th, Thanksgiving Day, we celebrated Thanksgiving uh, at my home. And it was also a special day because it was my two-year-old's birthday. And we, we celebrated. We called my mother and father that morning, and we, we wished them uh, happy Thanksgiving. And they, they, they wished me the same, and they wished Aubrey a uh, happy birthday. And we, we went along our day, and we... We ate and we, we thank God for all the things that he has done for us over this year. It, I know uh, 2020 has been a rough, weird, some kind of year for everybody. With this COVID-19, unable to go see some of your loved ones all year long. And, and I know it's been a strange, some kind of year. And that night I... Uh, called my mother and father again, and, and we wished them again a happy Thanksgiving, and they wanted to see all the things that Aubrey got for her second-year-old birthday. We showed her all the things, and she we chipped, and we laughed, and we joked, and we talked about everything, the things we ate. My daddy was so proud of him smoking his turkey, and, and I was telling him all the things that we cooked over here at the house, and we went to bed, and, and everything seemed so good. Got up that next day on that Friday. Got up, getting ready for work. I, I'm in sales, so I got up and I got ready for work. And I, I was heading in there at 12 o'clock. I got there because I had a customer waiting on me. I knew I had a deal, so I just hurried and threw my things down and, and got to work. And suddenly, out of nowhere, a lady from my internet department said, your wife says, call her right now. And I looked at her and I was wondering what's going on. And the first thing I do, I, you, you, when you, you check your pockets and you, you I, I first, then I ran and got my, got my phone and um, it was these mixed calls from my sister's. My wife, I read the text message. My mother had fell, fell down, and she's in a bad way. I called my wife, and my wife said, I'm around the corner. I'm, I'm on my way to pick you up. And I'm still trying to comprehend how they got a mistake because... When I saw these missed calls, I, I'm thinking they mistaken because my granny is older, and I, I, I thinking, I'm thinking they mean my granny, and I, I just can't comprehend they talking about my mother. I just talked to her less than 24 hours ago. They couldn't be talking about my mother. And and, and then my, as my wife pulled up at my work, and I told her I'll follow her home, she said, let's go. We got to get the girls, and we got to get on the road right now. And I... I begin to thinking, and I'm driving to home, and my mind is wandering all over the place. 
My head begins to hurt. I just can't believe something like this has happened to my mother. Why now? And as I uh, continue to talk to my younger sister, my older sister, things got worse. They said that mama is, is not doing well. And I was in a hesitant position at the time. I just didn't know what to think, what to do. And I'm praying. I, I, I called my son, who's 19, and I said, D, I said, son, you got to pray now. And I, and I asked him, I said, you're going to have to pray a little bit harder this time. Your, your, your nana ain't feeling too well. And he said, what's going on? I said, she's not doing well and just... It's your, it's your nana, I want you to pray hard and pray harder than you ever prayed before. And he said, yes, so dad, I, I, I do exactly what you said. And, and, and then I want you to go to work. You'll be safe. But I got to get on the road. And then my, my auntie and my father called me and said that, uh, that just stay and just hold tight. Because with the COVID, you just, you, you just don't know all the different restrictions. I'm, go I'm going to a place where I can't even see what's really going on. And then my auntie called back and said, get on the road. Your sister needs you here. And then I called my little sister. And I think, and she said, they on the road. They, they got on the road. And I, I got on the road. And we headed to Hopkinsville. And then as we began to head towards Hopkinsville, my older sister called me again, and she said, Mama, it's, it's not looking good. And uh, they, they flew her from Hopkinsville to Nashville to uh, Vanderbilt University. She got some bleeding on her head and, and on her brain, and it's, it's things just ain't, ain't looking good. And I began to wonder, and I began to weep like a baby. And I, I, I tell people, uh, when you cross over into 40, uh, you begin to be such a crybaby for any little thing that goes on. So I'm, I'm crying. I, I passed uh, the E-Town exit. And I'm heading on down to Nashville. My wife is driving, and I just don't know what to think. I'm mad. I don't, I, I'm confused. I'm, I'm just thinking, why now, God? Me and God, we, we ain't on one accord right now. I'm wondering why God would, would, would do such a thing to my mother. Why not me? I'm a man. I could, I could take it, and, and I'll fight. But, and I know my mother is, is, is probably ten times stronger than I ever would be and ever would think I could be, but I know I, I want to take this one for the team. And then my mother and I and I, I we you, you know how boys uh, have that that fond relationship for their mothers and girls have that fond relationship for their daddies, but it's it's just a different thing when it's your mother and I and I I, I can't speak for daughters I can just only speak for myself and I begin to weep more and, and get angry with God and just asking why would He do such a thing uh, to my mother. And, and, and me and God, we just, we just was not on one accord. And as we continue to drive 
on down and, and, and you know if you're driving from Louisville to Bowling Green, this is it's a pretty much a straight shot from from there to Bowling Green and then that's kind of a little bit over the halfway point. We my wife is talking to me, telling me to stay calm. I'm crying, but I got my face turned because my daughter's in the back. I don't want to let them see me cry. So I just cried to myself in, in, in an angle to where they couldn't see me cry. And I told them, just go on to sleep and everything's going to be all right. But me and God, we, we having a tangling match because I'm, I'm, I'm just angry with, with God. I'm just not feeling the spirit at the time. And then I got to Bowling Green, and, and, and then my sister called again, and she said, it, it's, it's getting bad. Mama's not breathing on her own. And I began to cry even more, not knowing what's going on with my mother. I think about all the times she has been there for me through the thick and the thin, the ups and the downs. No matter what I've done in my life, my mother always stood by me. Always stood by me. And I began to think, what's the lesson behind this, God? Why would you do such a thing? And I go back to the scripture that I read earlier. And he replied, ye of little faith, why are you so afraid? And then he got up and rebuked the winds and the waves. And it was completely calm. And as I traveled on from Bowling Green to, to Nashville, I began to tell my wife that I think it's over. And I, and, and I, I just cried. And I, I was really thinking that my little sister this in the same town from, from Louisville with me, I'm thinking... She's way ahead of me, and I'm thinking to myself, oh, when I get here, they just going to deliver me the bad news. And I, 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 I drove, I mean, my wife drove, and I just know it's not going to be good. And as I pulled in to Nashville, I remember just wondering what I'm going to say to my mother at this time. I think the worst, and as you know, when you pull into the Mercy area in Nashville, you make that turn right off that, that street, and then you make that little curve, and I saw my sister. Uh, my wife went and parked the car. I was trying to be calm because I'm trying to be the one who's going to be the calming force. But I'm still just a baby crying out for my mother. And before I continue on, I want to play this thing that my mother sung. And I began to hear this song in my head. And I want to play this and I'm going to come back. When the weight of this world 
As I walked over to my sister, my little sister called, and she she was behind me versus I'm behind her. And my sister didn't have that that crying on her face, and she said, "It's looking a little bit better. Mama's vitals are beginning to look up." My kids, they got out of the car, and then my sister kids got out of the car, and then they uh, began to play right in front of, in the yard, right in front of the hospital. And I had a guest on last week, and he talking about that childlike faith. And I saw how calm the kids was, and that began to calm me because I knew I had that childlike faith. I began to look up at the sky and, and thank God for just a small sign he just gave me. I apologize for me and him not being on one accord. I know that it, it's, this storm is just now beginning to, to, to rage. And as God said, he calmed the waters. My father came down and told me what had happened. And he said that they're going to perform surgery on, on Saturday morning and uh, things are okay, but I mean, she's got major surgery. She's got bleeding on her brain. And I begin again to walk away and cry like a baby again. But this time, instead of being so angry at God, I begin to think about how good God has been thus far through this process. I thank God that when my mother fell and, and was on the ground and on the floor there, that my father was at home at the time. He called 911. He got the ambulance people there on, right on right on time. And, and when the ambulance people, they did all that they could do. They moved on to the hospital and they did all they could do. And I'd like to thank all those angels. In the meanwhile, the, the, the people who work in those ambulances, the people up at Jenna Stewart, I know a lot of times they get a bad rap, but I got to say this time, thank you for those angels there because they knew they couldn't handle this situation. And they got a flown, flown out to Nashville where the, the, the real experts of, 
of this 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 surgery was and I like to thank all those people in the meanwhile. And that morning, uh, we got, I got up and I, I called my, my father and I told him I'm on my way. My mother's surgery was about 9, 9.30. And, and I told my dad I'm going to bring him some lunch and, I mean, some breakfast. And we, we sit in the car and then we had a, a, a Facebook uh, group call and, and I, I had to go back, and my uncle, before the next, when I first pulled in, he told me when my, when, my, when my nieces and my daughters were playing, he said, you have to be the one. You have to be the one to lead now. You have to be the one who leads the family in prayer. You got to be the one. He's going to be there right by my side, my uncle, but you right there in the midst of it. My uncle told me that I had to lead in prayer. I had to be the one to be the spiritual leader because he's over in Korea and, and, and my grandfather's gone, so I got to be the one. And on this group chat, they asked me to pray, and I prayed, and, and I barely, barely got it out. At the end, I, 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 everybody was crying, and I, I just knew this, this thing is serious, but I knew God was going to work it out some kind of way. And then my father and I, we sat in the car, we chatted and talked how good God is going to be when she recovers. We laughed because my mother is one stubborn person and she wants it done right now, right before it all begins to come forward because she's got no patience at all. And I began, we laughed about it because she retired earlier this year and now all she's going to talk about, I knew this was going to happen. And as she, as, as my father left the car, uh, he, he, he went up and seen how the surgery went. It, it wasn't 10 minutes later, he called me, he said, the surgeon said everything went well and they are very confident on the, on the work that they did. But it's a long road ahead. And I began to thank God again and all my friends from Louisville, my pastor, brother, uh, Pastor Kevin L. Nelson, Christ Kingdom Fellowship for sending me those texts in the midst of a storm. And, and my friends all out of town from Florida to Texas, all of my friends who, who text me and, and all my coworkers, former and all was, and, and just all my brothers. Cause I, I got a lot of brothers out there that just, just, just sent me texts and give me words of encouragement, say they was praying. And I knew that God was continuously working. Surgery went good, and then the, the storm began to rain a little bit more. My sisters both went up on that Saturday night, and, and, and Mama just was just laying there. And I told my wife, I, I, was, I was due up next that, that Sunday morning. I told my wife as I leave, it's going to be a hard thing to do. I got there that Sunday morning, and I just... Uh, I got there about 7.45. I walked up and couldn't get in. Visitation don't start to 8, so I walked back to my car. I told my wife that I wasn't ready. I, I began to cry again like a baby wanting his mother, and I just was telling my wife that I, I just wasn't ready. I didn't want to see my mother like that. But I had to be the 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 lamp, and I had to be the prayer leader and, and the person that was going to lead the family at the time. And my father, a, a stoic man, he, he always worried about us versus himself. 
So I went up there and I I saw my mother and I looked at her and I saw all these tubes and things and I I, I began to cry again. And I I just you just gotta understand the story. I just don't can't imagine my mother sitting there not talking to me. And twenty minutes later, the the nurse came in and they said we're gonna try to do some things with your mother. And they told her, Kathy, Kathy, Kathy. And she opened her eyes. She looked at me. She looked at the nurse and she began to follow commands of her finger. She began to wiggle her hands and give her thumbs up on both sides and wiggle her toes. And I thank God for allowing this miracle to continue to work. And I know the journey is still long and still hard. It is something that some of us can't bear at the time, and we still may not can bear that now, but God will. And I remember the song, God's a Miracle Worker, and it kept playing in my mind. And I see my mama moving a little bit more, and then they come back in an hour. She's doing a little bit more, then she regress a little bit on the next hour, then she do a little bit more. And I began to thank God so much how he has worked this miracle out. And I just like to thank all again, all the people under the sound of my voice who are going to continuously pray for my mother because it is a going to be a long haul. And we're going to be patient and we're going to ask God to guide us. And yes, God has worked this miracle thus far. And no matter the outcome, we have solved the great work of God. Again, I just want to say thank you, God, for sparing my mother at this time, giving the family healing at this time, praying us through this time. Like, again, a special thank you to my pastor brother, Kevin L. Nelson, and also another strong brother that was texting me repeatedly during this time. And, brother, I had him on uh, Kenny Lord. He kept sending in prayers texting and different songs for me to play in my mind my uncle for giving me the courage to step up in a leadership role at this time and all the other people that just stayed by me and prayed for me and prayed for my family again i'd like to thank all of my listeners of the grandson of a pastor podcast yes i didn't mean for this podcast to to be this but yes god is and god willing still working a miracle if you got any suggestions or any prayer requests, continue to send your prayer requests to me at edware2020 at gmail.com. Once again, that is edware, W-A-R-E, 2020 at gmail.com. You can also mail your correspondence to P.O. Box 341-53, Louisville, Kentucky, 40232. And also, i like for you to continue to, to support us monetarily. You, We got Cash App. You can Cash App us at Grandson of a Pastor. But as I get off of this air today talking about this miracle God is working and how God can turn things around, i like to get, again, just thank you. Thank God for all the many blessings that he has showered down on my family at this time. 
Again, I'd like to read that passage of scripture that I started out with. And it came in the form of Matthew 8, 23 and 27, where it reads, Then he got into the boat, and his disciples followed him. Suddenly, a fierce storm came up on the lake. So the waves swept over the boat. But Jesus was sleeping. The disciples went and woke him up saying, Lord, save us. We are going to drown. He replied, you of little faith, why are you so afraid? Then he got up and he rebuked the winds and the waves and it was completely calm. The men were amazed and asked, what kind of man is this? Even the winds and the waves obeyed him. That passage of scripture shows and, and, and portrays my ups and downs during this miracle work that God has. I was praying with God, angry with God. Praying back with God, angry with God, having that childlike faith, praying again with God, and he calm in the storms as we speak. Let us pray before we get off the air. Our Father in heaven, God, thank you again for allowing us all to see another day. God, thank you for showering down all the many blessings seen and unseen to everyone who's listening under the sound of my voice. Thank you for growing the podcast. Thank you for blessing my listeners. But most importantly, thank you for showing your work in the, in the miracle work of bringing my mother slowly back. No matter how far she hit, she's going to go, God, the miracle has already been seen. God, thank you for my family. God, thank you for my friends. God, thank you for my sisters. Thank you for my wife. Thank you for my kids. Thank you for all those who stand in the gap when I needed it this time. And I will make it my point to stand in the gap for them when they need me at that, in their darkest time. God, continue to pray for those who suffering from COVID. Those who have lost people to COVID. God, give us discipline to wear our masks, God. Let us obey the science. Because you are the ones who created the scientists. You are the ones who put the angels in my mother's path. That enabled the doctors to perform the surgery. That enabled the nurses now to, to do their work to, to bring her back. God, I'd like to thank you for all the blessings. All the blessings. God, continue to just watch over me. And I want to leave you with this. My mother always told me, always I work them. Never let nobody outwork you. And God, I will take that to me as a lesson now. Always I work them. Never let them outwork you. God, thank you for all you have done 
for me and my family at this time. Bless all my listeners, all the storms that they may be going through because I'm not the only one with a storm. God, thank you for this, just your blessings, your mercy, and your grace. Thank you for my pastor who's continuously encouraging me when I might not want to be encouraged. Continue to thank Kenny Lloyd. Continuously thank my Uncle Donnie. Thank my sisters. Thank the people that's going to help along with my mother's journey to recovery. God, thank you. And again, I ask you, for all those who know the Lord, we all say it, amen.